Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Today on Getting Real with the Housewives, Orange County's Emily Simpson shares her thoughts on Heather Dubrow's return. Heather never did anything to me except be kind and respectful to me. So how can I not be kind and respectful back? Then Doree Kemsley opens up about her home invasion. They didn't know anything. So I I decided, you know, this is this is what I need to do and it's going to help me. Rather than, you know, just stay home and wallow in this, I want to keep life as normal as possible. And everything we know about why Mary Cosby didn't show up at the Salt Lake City reunion. We've got that plus so much more on this week's Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, Christina Garibaldi here with Us Weekly Executive Producer Mandy Camp, and welcome to another week of Getting Real with the Housewives. Hi, how are you, Mandy? I'm good, I'm good. We were just... Gotta get to this Noella stuff from last night. It's crazy. Just, just keeps on going. But before we get yeah. into the news, before we recap the episodes, we wanted to check in and see what you guys had to say about last week's show. So, Mandy, what was everybody talking about? Yeah, well, a lot of you answered our question about Heather. We asked whether or not you were happy she's back. Most of you were not. So that was interesting. And we actually, uh, we chatted with Emily Simpson, which we'll get to later on about what she thinks about Heather's return. But I loved this comment. This came from my pedestrian life. They said, Carmen Electra would be an amazing housewife. We should start a Twitter campaign or something. I'm not good at that stuff, but if anybody's good at it out there, let's start a campaign. Um, uh, we're, we're in. We'll try to start this campaign for you too. <laughs> 100% on board. Sign me up right now. Like I yes. would die if Carmen Electra came on. It would be so good. So good. It, it was kind of like a give me D- Denise Richards vibes. Like she's kind of from that same world. So mm-hmm. I'm into that. Totally. Uh, next one goes to H McBride. They said, I don't know why you're surprised Reese Steve. He was never physically demonstrative with Vicky or wanted to get engaged or professed his love for her. Yeah. I'd say he was more interested in being on the show. Yeah. Uh, I guess you were right. <laughs> yeah. Tamara Judge actually really opened up about that situation. And we'll get to that in a bit. Um, she had a lot to say about Steve. Yeah, she did. So uh, one more comment, just because I loved it. Uh, Hillary said, what the hell is he yoked? As if you don't remember, uh, Steve used that in his engagement announcement. Um, he said that he and his fiance are yoked, which we were disturbed by. Um, Jeanette replied saying it means tied to and bound with. It was like, I like, I like had to look it up too. Cause I was like, is this like the right context? Is this like yeah. the right word to use? Like, why would you pick yoked? It just seems so weird. So strange. So strange. <laughs> Couldn't agree with you more. All right. Let's get into the housewives news of the week. Cause uh, the ladies of course have been very, very busy. 
Yeah. So um, sadly, we learned that the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion, well, it was filmed on January 6th, but someone was missing. So one day after the reunion uh, was filmed, Andy Cohen confirmed via Instagram that Mary Cosby did not attend the special. He was answering a fan's question who said, was she there? And he said, sadly, no. Um, this came a little bit as a shock to yeah. me. I, you know, I thought... You know, she's in this. Right. Um, fans suspect, and I also suspect that this means that she won't return for season three. Um, leading up to this, we know that she's been accused of a number of things from stealing from the church members, allegedly. Um, people have called her out saying that she's a cult leader. Um, of course, she's made some also controversial comments. Uh, one of them most recently being about our co-star Jenny's eye shape, which was really horrible. Um, I don't know. What do you think about Mary's absence? I don't know. It's like, if you're going to sign up for the housewives, you have to do the whole thing. Like I hate when people don't show up to the reunions. Like you have to see it through. Like yeah. if you're going to say all this stuff on the show. Like you have to be there to back it up. You have to say why you did it. You can't just bow out. And like, we saw this, you know, Lisa Vanderpump did it before. Um, you know, there have been several housewives that haven't shown up for the reunions and that's just, it's not okay. No. And don't you want to be there to defend yourself? Right. Like if all this stuff was said, wouldn't you want, but with Mary and we've seen it this season, she really doesn't want to talk about specifics with her yeah. church. Mm -hmm. You know, when specifics are brought up, she shuts down, she leaves. So that makes me think something's true. Yeah, something fishy's going on. I mean, Jen yeah. Shaw, with everything that she's been through, uh, showed up. So, you know, Mary, Jen Shaw could be going to jail in two months, but uh, she still yeah. showed up at the reunion. But no, yeah. I feel like Mary should have been there. And and like you said, and how a lot of people are, are um, thinking that now this means Mary will not be back for season three, which I kind yeah. of agree. And yeah. I don't know, she, it, things took a weird turn with her this season. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to Luann De La Steps, because she opened up about how she really feels after her ex-husband Tom D'Agostino got engaged to Daniel Rollins on their former wedding anniversary which was December 31st uh, she told page six I'm happy for him I'm happy we both moved on now the Real Housewives of New York City star who is who married D'Agostino on New Year's Eve in 2016 has no hard feelings toward her ex and his new fiance she added I've moved on from that time in my life and I truly only wish him the best that's the feeling it's all good it's nice that uh, you, you know Luann is taking the high road yeah yeah classy countess you know yeah. she's always she's I don't, I don't expect anything less from her i love her i know and like we we've, we've been saying like week after week how amazing she looks you know sobriety really looks good on luann her body looks better than ever and it seems like she's in a really good place and hopefully yeah. she'll be back for the next season of real housewives in new york city we you know there has been no announcements yet which you know, we have no idea when they're going to start filming, who's going to be on the show, but hopefully she's back. I always like Luann. I love her. Is there a single reality star you'd like to see her with? I feel like there's got to be someone out there for her. There's got to be somebody. Oh, no. Her dating next season. Too. I would like to see her dating, too. It's been a minute. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'd have to well, think about if that. You guys one. have thoughts. Who should Countess Luann be set up with next yeah. season? Let us know. <laughs> all right. What else is going on, Mandy? Um, all right. So speaking of exes, this is not so friendly exes. Uh, Tamara Judge gave an update on how pal Vicky Gunvalson is doing after her ex-fiance. Steve Lodge announced earlier this month that he was engaged to Janice Carlson. Uh, she opened up on her podcast. She has a podcast with Teddy Mellencamp. It's called Two Teas in a Pod. Um, she said, Vicky is adjusting. She's trying to understand it. She's still hurt. She's like, wait, we were just dancing three months ago at the ranch and now he's engaged and already planning his wedding. Um, we know that Gunvalson's 
X, he's 63, mm-hmm. turned heads on Monday, January 3rd, after confirming that he proposed to his 37-year-old girlfriend. Um, the engagement news comes just three months after he split with the uh, with Vicky, who's 59, um, whom he dated for six years. Mm-hmm. So Judge noted that she put together her own timeline of their relationship. Um, she claimed that after Gunvalson bought her condo in Mexico in February 2020, Lodge was pretty much moved in by October of that year. She said Steve was there all the time and Vicky has a job. She's got an office. She owns a business. She couldn't be there all the time. It started getting distance uh they started fighting and then he blocked her on instagram it started to become very high schoolish oh my God. that was kind of kind of <laughs> uh, yeah um she recalled telling gunvalson that lodge probably met someone new after the chicago native noticed that he went a little sideways in october of 2020 um she explained that lodge later moved back to california in 2021 and stayed at gunvalson's house while he was running for governor um, which seems, you know, so, timing, timing, yeah. everything there. How could you um, she continued saying she's really sad about it. She's having a hard time. She just can't understand. She doesn't want to be single. She's coming up on her 60th birthday. And all she can talk about is I don't want to be single. I'm 60. I want to be in a relationship. I mean, I feel bad for Vicky. I feel so bad for her, but like, you yeah. know, she, she really, I think, you know, like even uh, Tamara said, she dodged a bullet in this one. Yeah. She definitely did. Yeah. Like she did not, definitely. like this was not going to end well for her at all. And, um, no. you know, he he definitely did. Like based on the timeline that Tamara gave, like he definitely used her. Yeah, I think that that adds up right. And it's sad because we saw her go through what she went through with Brooks, mm-hmm. which was worse. Bizarre, yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. Uh-huh. And now this, we all had hope for her. So yeah, I mean, I kind of want to see her back on the show next season. I feel um, like she's got such yeah. a good storyline. Like I want to yeah. see her back. I mean, you know, I, we could talk about some of the ladies that maybe we'd like to not see next season on OC, but yeah. um, like, yeah, I, I feel like we need a Vicky and a Tamra. Like, I don't, I still don't really understand why we had to let them go, but, um, but right. And Shannon stayed. Yeah. The whole thing like, doesn't really add up for me. And no. you know, I guess maybe Steve felt, Oh, she's not on the show anymore. Don't really need her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all I can say though is if Shannon Storms can find a boyfriend, so can Vicky. Yes. So can Vicky. I just feel so bad that she wasted like six years of her life with this guy. It's, you know, it does. It really does suck. All right. Let's break down this episode of Salt Lake City. It's, it took a little week hiatus, I think. So there was a lot to unpack last night or um, earlier this week when it was on. Um, So we started with Jen and Heather having a spa day together and they were kind of talking about it was interesting that Mary and Meredith were not there when the feds showed up at Beauty Lab. First of all, this is great press for Beauty Lab. Seriously, <laughs> Beauty Lab Beauty Lab is the star of the season. I'm so like, I want to make a trip to Beauty Lab. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and that spa, it looked beautiful. It did. Um, so anyway, I don't know. Do you think that Meredith and Mary were not there because they knew something or do you know? I don't think so. I don't think that the feds are giving Mary Cosby and Meredith Marks a heads up that they're coming to arrest Jen Shaw. I think they're probably putting a little bit too much emphasis onto this one. I think that this was totally two separate things. I do think Meredith hired the private investigator because, you know, she felt that Jen was, you know, making threats or, you know, saying bad things about her son. So I do, I, I think that that is true, but I don't think one had anything to do with the other. 
I, I agree with you. I think I think I said it in the past. Salt Lake City is not that big. Right. The feds are going to find her, whether it's yeah. at Beauty Lab, at her house, at her mm-hmm. local grocery store. They're going to find her. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I, think it had it. Right. And I don't even, you know, it, by the looks of it, production didn't even know what was going on either. So I right. feel like at the FBI probably would have reached out to production before they would have reached out to, um, right. to Meredith and Mary. So, yeah, I don't... I don't, I think Jen's just looking for somebody to blame. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right. We got to get to Seth's birthday party. This was something. This was, <laughs> like, what the, the dancer in the pool. Did anyone else find that bizarre? <laughs> the most bizarre thing. And like, a, she's like dancing in like an inch of water in a hot tub, like really weird. What was the theme there? <laughs> it was like alien space theme. Like, yeah. I don't know, like based on like Meredith's dress. I don't really yeah, know. She what, looked like Judy Jetson. Yes. For sure. It's just a weird, like, and a weird, like, day party, too. Like, the whole yeah. thing was just, and the fact that her dog got an invite and Jen Shaw didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the cleavage talk about Whitney's cleavage and the cake. I mean, would that make you uncomfortable if that was your husband? Yes, 100%. Yeah. This whole episode made me uncomfortable. Like, yeah. It's just so weird. That's, I don't know. They're really pushing the husbands on Salt Lake City. Like, we're seeing too much of the husbands. <laughs> they are. They're trying to make this group like the new New Jersey group yeah. of, of house husbands. And nobody's going to, you know, I don't know. I don't really, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it at all. <laughs> I'm not really like totally invested in Dewey and Seth and all these yeah. people. I'm not really into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we have to talk about that fight between Jen and Lisa at the end of the show. Um, I mean, what were kind of your thoughts on that? Is Jen right? Is Lisa right? Like, I'm so I'm actually kind of confused of even what they're fighting about at this point. I am too. I think that Lisa's played both sides for too long and it's finally just coming around to bite her. Mm -hmm. I think that Lisa has a loyalty to Meredith because they've been friends super long. I think that she was trying to play it you know, nice to Jen, but I think at the end of the day, Lisa's going to be on Meredith's side. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I think Lisa's never going to say anything bad about Meredith, even as much as Jen tried to like pin her in a corner about this one. I think like Lisa's loyalty is definitely to Meredith, no matter what happens. I mean, we saw, you know, in the the previous episode that they, you know, had kind of words and that's the first time that's happened, but I'm still surprised that Lisa and Meredith's relationship is still intact, at least at this point. I don't know what's going to happen in the next few episodes, but um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, this is not going to end well. All right, let's move on to Real Housewives of Orange County and talk about this mess that is Noella's life. Now her ex is in Mykonos. Um, you know, just when I was kind of believing her ex-husband, now I'm like, yeah. why is he on vacation in Mykonos? It, was he really on vacation in Mykonos? I don't know. I mean, Heather said that Noella's off the rails and I, I have to agree. And I think her ex-husband might be too. Yeah. Or I don't know if he's officially ex-husband, her her ex. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that this was strange. I love that Gina doesn't know where Mykonos is. <laughs> um, I thought he was in South Africa. <laughs> so big. Noella, we were talking before this. I think she's coming on too strong, too too fast for the housewives. At first, I was all about it. I was like, this is a great casting. This is a great storyline. 
now I'm like, she just might be off her rocker. Off her rocker. No, I totally agree with you. And the fact that she's like saying like bad things about the other housewives and then using her situation as an excuse to do so, just being like, yeah, well, my life's a mess. I'm not, I can project all these terrible thoughts on you and you just have to deal with it pretty much. Um, yeah. That was an awkward meeting at Heather's house. Her and oh my God, the most awkward meeting ever. Like she's just so like, like, yeah, this is how I feel. And Heather's like, well, we don't have to be friends. So you can yeah. leave. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I talk shit about you and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, she is not here to make any friends and no. it is just about, um, and it, which is interesting because Noella told me when I spoke to her that she felt that Heather was the one that, you know, wasn't interested in making friendships and was all about, you know, kind of being fake and things like that. But it seems like Noella is almost like that in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. What do you think um, about Dr. Jen and Emily's marriage talk? Yeah, Emily's been open in the past about her relationship with Shane kind of not being perfect. Mm-hmm. She's opening up about it again. I love that she's t- telling everyone that she falls asleep at 8 p.m. Um, same. So. Same. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I could go to sleep at every night at 8 p.m., I totally would do it. <laughs> yeah. I like Emily. I like I like her and Shane. Now, I used to not like Shane at all. So. No. And now I, I like him. And, um, you know, I kind of enjoyed Drunk Emily on this episode as well. So she seemed yeah. like to be letting loose a little bit. I mean, what I did you think it. about um, Emily calling out Dr. Jen about her past? Um, you know, obviously she was very intoxicated, but kind yeah. of being like, you know, you were in love with your ex because of his money, basically. Admit yeah. It. yeah. I mean, I loved it. I think, you know, it's probably somewhat accurate. I'd love to hear more about Dr. Jen's past. I yeah. feel like there's some stuff we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and her new husband is so not who I would put her with. No. First of all, he changed Ryan to Ryan. <laughs> Why? And he never what? wears, never wears a shirt. <laughs> never wears a shirt. He seems kind of young. I don't know his age. I don't but, know anything either. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. But um, I want to know more about Dr. Jen. I feel like we're getting little bits every episode, but it's interesting. And I think Emily just brought some of it to light. So totally. And then um, what did you think about Shannon's uh, confessional look? Okay. What was that prom do? She had like little gems in, gems her in it. <laughs> I'm like, what? What is this? No, Shannon. No. no. You know, maybe she borrowed it from her teenage daughters. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> they were like, that oh, this, this, cool. this episode where her daughter kind of said that she feels like she doesn't deserve a good relationship because yeah. she never saw one. Mm-hmm. That was, that was sad. It was sad. It is, you know, it's, it's, not, I actually like appreciate the fact that they have like such an open dialogue about it though. And, you know, Shannon's not afraid to be like, you know, this was a terrible marriage. I'm so sorry that you guys had to see that rather than, you know, being like, okay, everything was fine. And things just didn't work out. At least that they're able to talk about it. Granted, I'm sure the girls would just go back and watch the episodes and see how terrible it was, but um, it's nice that they are able to openly speak about it. Yeah. I was surprised. I didn't know Shannon got married at 36. I didn't know that either, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. Very young. Yeah. Right. Not that that's not young, but. Right. No, totally. Yeah. No, definitely. Interesting. Time for our real talk. And we recently sat down with a few of the ladies from the Real Housewives of OC, including Emily Simpson, who got real about her co-star, Heather Dubrow. Take a look. And, um, you know, Heather is making obviously quite a comeback this season and fans have very mixed feelings about her return. What were your initial thoughts? Um, you know, it's it's funny because um, initially, like, I didn't know she was coming back on the show. They didn't tell me that until 
when like it, it was released publicly. So I just knew that I was coming back. I knew Gina was coming back mm-hmm. and that was basically it. And I was like, yay, Gina, you're coming back. That'll be great. And then I found, and then all of a sudden they were like, and Heather DeBrow's coming back. And I was like, damn. <laughs> oh, cause you know, like you felt like a big fish in a little pond for a little bit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? For like five seconds. Right. And then when they released that Heather DeBrow was coming back, I was like, oh, back to being a little fish. Little fish in the pond. <laughs> <laughs> were you intimidated by meeting Heather at first or was she very welcoming to you? No, you know, I wasn't intimidated because um, I do, I am really good friends with Lizzie and Lizzie did film with Heather and Lizzie has always told me for years that she just loved Heather and liked filming with her and thought she was a great person. And so, and Lizzie's not on the show or she hasn't been involved with the show for years. So she doesn't have any reason to, you know what I mean? To lie or try to persuade me one way or the other. She's just, Mm -hmm. you know, she's Switzerland. Right. So, um, and I trust her. And so I really felt like she had a very, you know, good opinion of her. And so the first time I met her, which was by accident was when we were leaving Javier's after the whole drunken, make the pact, don't say anything about Nicole. And then I run into Heather out in the parking lot at Javier's and she was so nice and so warm and welcoming. And she hugged me and we went back inside together and, you know, and I've always gotten along with her and I hate, this is what it bothers me is when I know I'll see comments that are like, Oh, everybody kisses Heather's butt or whatever. Heather never did anything to me except be kind and respectful to me. So how can I not be kind and respectful back? I mean, we're women and that's how we get along. If she said something about me, of course I would address it with her, but she never did. She's just, she really is nice. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, she, unless you rub her the wrong way, then, then, (laughs) but I've never been on that side. So Well, everyone has their own opinions on Heather. So that is very true. (laughs) Good, bad. Here she's here to stay. Uh, We also chatted with Dorit, um, who finally opened up about her scary, scary home invasion. So let's hear how she's doing now. And I know, obviously, you and your family went through some tough times uh, last year. And I was so, so sorry to hear about what happened in your home and what happened to you and your and your kids. I mean, how are you doing since then? Um, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm taking one day at a time, um, focusing on healing and doing the work that I need to do. Obviously, it was very traumatic, um, but, you know, I was very fortunate to have come out of there um, fine and well, and I'm grateful for that. And the rest is is putting one foot in front of the other and taking every day as it comes and, you know, um, respecting myself and my feelings and you know, whatever changes that, you know, I now, the changes within yourself that happens after a traumatic experience. Yeah. I mean, what kind of changes have you noticed in yourself and, you know, how are you kind of dealing with, like you said, you're kind of taking this day by day and how do you kind of deal with this every single day? I think therapy has been wonderful. Um, You know, I think there's no rule book, obviously, or if there is, I think that everybody has to do things according to how they feel and, Mm -hmm. you know, what makes sense for them. And for me, it was about addressing, you know, some of the trauma. Um, And, you know, I did. And and therapy is wonderful. Uh, So that's really helped me move day by day. Good. I mean, have you had to explain to the kids anything or no? Do you still? Yeah. No, that's good. No, 
Yeah. That's thank God for that. Right. Thank God. Thank God yeah. for that. I'm so, and I'm so happy that you and everybody are, are doing well. I mean, were you hesitant to, to film again at your house after all of this? Um, no, the answer is no. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, principally because, you know, obviously I had signed up and made the commitment mm -hmm. and had there been any other outcome, you know, even where my children had woken up and, and seen, God forbid, you know, it would have been, probably been different and I wouldn't have gone back into filming. But, um, you know, it was a normal day for them the next day. They didn't know anything. So I, I decided, you know, this is, this is what I need to do and it's going to help me rather than, you know, just stay home and wallow in this. I want to keep life as normal as possible. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to, you know, continue my commitment, you know, to the show, to what I did. And I showed everything, you know, what I was going through. And uh, I think you'll see this season, you know, the various stages. Um, and, you know, it's going to be interesting even for me, you know, once the show airs to look back and to be reminded of that. And I think it will be therapeutic and cathartic in some way. Yeah. I mean, did something like this bring you even closer together with PK and I'm sure probably the girls as well, because I'm sure they were probably in your corner um, throughout all of this. I've had tremendous support, you know, first and foremost from my beloved husband, mm -hmm. who is my rock. You know, he's incredible. And I do believe that, you know, when you face these challenges, you know, it really does, um, you know, strengthen your marriage. And he's such a strong, strong support system, you know, so I'm very grateful for that. And by extension, you know, the girls, they've all been wonderful, very supportive. You know, they were at, by my side at the very, very beginning. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't be more grateful for that. Um, yeah, the outpouring of love and support has truly been incredible. I mean, I can't imagine going through something like that. It's such a scary situation, but uh, yeah, seems like be, she's doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. I need a lot of help after that. All right. Well, let's get to our social spotlight of the week where of course we discuss which housewife caught our attention on social media. Maddie, who caught your attention this week? Uh, Lisa Rinna. She shared a very motivational quote that I loved. Um, she just launched Rinna Beauty. So it's about that. And she said, I probably have five or six deals that fell through. So I learned a lot about tenacity and just hanging in there. I mean, most people would have given up and said, okay, well, it's not meant to be. I think it's pretty remarkable that at 57 years old, I have launched a beauty brand. And I love, I love her beauty brand from what I've seen. She, yeah. she tried it out on Harry Hamlin this week on Instagram, which I loved. Um, and I love it to see her succeed because I think she's a nice person. She I, definitely I really is. I, I love Lisa. So yeah. I think, thank the heavens every day that she's a housewife because she really brings it. <laughs> she understands the assignment every single season. Um, mine went to Teresa Judice because she posted a bunch of photos from her daughter Gia's 21st birthday. I don't know about you, Mandy, but my 21st birthday was at some dingy bar up in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, where I went to, the, to college. Yes. <laughs> mine was not on this like low luxury yacht in Miami. <laughs> no, I mean, she really does it up for her girl's birthday. I feel like it's like, there's like one every six months and it, it, it's just, I mean, yeah, no, I've never, I don't think I've ever been on a yacht. It's been no. my goals is to be on below deck. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I would love, I would love this, but yeah, I don't remember my 21st birthday. <laughs> you really shouldn't. No, <laughs> I definitely wasn't on a yacht though. No, it definitely wasn't on a yacht, but Hey, good for her. I can't believe Gia is 21 years old. It's insane. Crazy. 
All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. Mandy, thank you for running down all things Housewives with me, as always. Thanks, Christina. Of course. And if you want to listen, we actually sat down with Larsa Pippen. So if you want to listen to the full interview of that, go listen to our Getting Real with the Housewives podcast. Keep commenting, keep subscribing. And Mandy and I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.